Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to The Haunted Estate, the ultimate paranormal podcast with your host, Selena Myers. From ghost stories and haunted history to the darkest sides of our reality, we hope you enjoy your stay on The Haunted Estate. But don't get too comfortable. Our ghosts haunt more than just these hallways. Hello, my beautiful creatures. I hope you are having a spectacular day. And welcome back to The Haunted Estate. Here with, yep, that's me, your host, Selena Myers. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something close to home for me, actually. The Legend of the Mothman. My father, actually, is the one who saw him. For the past 30 years, he has worked for General Motors. But in his last week, he saw something he will never forget. Something that actually scared him so bad that he didn't tell my mom about it for days. It was hard for him to wrap his head around it, and he needed to do research and figure out what it could possibly be. A huge popular part of folklore, the Mothman has many stories, but it always is to be a warning of scary things to come. My dad was driving home from work one day along the 401, which is a long highway corridor that is huge and runs all the way across Ontario, possibly more. He came off on a highway. He pulled off a turnpike there, kind of near home, but in a country area. As he was coming up, a mothman, I guess, a thing flew up over the front of the car, over his windshield. It was huge, and he said there was no way it could have been a bird or an animal of any kind. Not a drone, not anything. The thing had man-like features, but with these huge wings that took up more than the entire windshield. It flew up out of the side of the turnpike, up into the air, into the dark night. My mom wondered if he was sleeping, but getting off the highway is something you need to be very alert for. He said it was terrifying, something that took his breath away. And even when he recalls the story, you can hear the fear in his voice. So tonight, we're going to be looking into the mystic folklore and everything that comes with the Mothman, along with telling some emailed stories from you guys. If you guys want to email in your stories, don't forget that that email is selena at the haunted estate. Or you can use the contact form at www.thehauntedestate.com. 
I am working and looking into finding us another toll-free phone number. I'm not sure if it's something I'm going to completely eliminate or what I might do with that. As we know, I kind of dealt with a podcast stalker who was leaving some very crazy messages running up my bill. So uh, I'm thinking maybe another cell phone with a personal number. Obviously, it won't be toll-free, but with the amount of calls we get, it might not be a big deal. Well, guys, with further ado, let's get started. On November 12, 1966, in Clendenin, West Virginia, five gravediggers working in a cemetery noticed something they described as a brown human being that flew over their heads, gliding from tree to tree. This was the first reported sighting of what we would come to know as the Mothman, an elusive creature that, al- that, although now widely celebrated by the town it once terrorized, remains as mysterious as it was on the night a few frightened witnesses first laid eyes on it. Just three days after that initial report, in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia, two couples noticed a white-winged creature, about six or seven feet tall, standing in front of the car they were all seated in. Eyewitness Roger Scarberry and Steve Mallet told the local paper, the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes, about six inches apart, a wingspan of ten feet, and that it seemed to want to avoid the bright headlights of the car, likening it to a moth. According to the witnesses, the Mothman was able to fly at speeds greater than 100 miles per hour. Although he did make a clumsy runner, all of which was witnessed after the creature allegedly chased their moving vehicle to the outskirts of town. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Knowing how absurd this must have sounded to a local paper in a small Appalachian community in the 1960s, Scarberry insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination, assuring the paper that... If I had seen it while myself, I wouldn't have said anything. But there were four of us who saw it. More and more sightings were reported in the Point Pleasant area over the next year. The Gettysburg Time reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days following the first claims, including two volunteer firefighters who supposedly saw what they described as a very large bird with red eyes. 
One sighting reported by Salem, West Virginia resident Noel Petridge, told of strange patterns that appeared on his television screen one evening, followed by a strange sound just outside of his home. Shining a flashlight towards the direction of the noise, Petridge supposedly witnessed two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. This remains a popular theory in the Mothman myths, especially because it resulted in the disappearance of the man's dog, supposedly to the grips of the foursome's beast. However, Dr. Robert L. Smith, Associate Professor professor of wildlife biology at West Virginia University, dismissed the notion that a flying monster was stalking the town, instead attributing the sightings to a sandhill crane, which stands almost as tall as the average adult man and bears reddish flesh around its eyes. Additional Point Pleasant Legends states that the creation of the Mothman was nothing more than the work of one very committed prankster who went so far as to hide in the abandoned World War II munitions plant that the creature was spotted near. Nevertheless, the national press ran with the story, spreading it across the country and causing somewhat of a sensation. In 1975, author John Keel conflated supernatural events and other disasters with the Mossman sightings, as well as a reported UFO activity to create the book The Mothman Prophecies, which inspired the 2002 movie of the same name. Keel even went so far as to connect the creature with the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15, 1967, which resulted in the deaths of 46 people. Despite the official reason for the structure's demise as failed welding, the idea that the visitations from Mothman predicted impending doom led to some believers to make ties to the Chernobyl disaster of 1986, the Mexican, swo- the Mexican swine flu outbreak in 2009, and the 2011 nuclear disaster in Fukushima. The Mothman also bears a striking resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who have experienced sleep paralysis, perhaps suggesting that the visions are nothing more than an embodiment of humanity's greatest fears pulled from the depths of the collective unconscious. The Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia today in the form of a historical museum open several days a week and also as a 12-foot-tall chrome polished statue complete with massive steel wings and ruby-red eyes. A festival celebrating the Mothman's visit has taken place every year for the past 16 years, with the next one scheduled to take place on September 16th and 17th. Well, will you guys be visiting? That is so interesting. I love looking into topics that hit close to home and things that people very close to me have experienced. Something else that has happened recently, I have been spending a lot more time with my dad, which has been so wonderful because he was always so busy growing up. We went to the movies recently and we saw the movie Slenderman. So Slenderman is a wonderful part of history and folklore and so forth. 
Um, I know I've done an episode on it before, but I found a really great article. So I thought tonight that we would dive a little deeper. Um, the movie, I definitely would have done different things with it, but I am one of those people who get so frustrated when others really crap on horror movies and how they were done. Cause I'm just so excited that someone took a stab at it and someone was able to make something for me to get out and go see. But guys, let's jump into some stuff about Slenderman. On May 31st, 2014, 12-year-old Peyton of Wisconsin was attacked by two friends and stabbed 19 times in an apparent attempted murder. Bleeding from wounds on her arms, legs, and torso, Peyton managed to drag herself to the road where a passing cyclist rendered aid. The alleged perpetrators, 12-year-old Morgan and 12-year-old Anissa, confessed under police questioning and admitted that they had been planning to attack her for months. Their motive? To please Slenderman. The Slenderman, also known as Slenderman or just plain Slendy, is a thoroughly modern monster. Unlike vampires or werewolves, the Slenderman got his start within living memory with a 2009 post to the Something Awful forum. Forum user Victor Surge responded to a call for creepy photographs by grafting grainy images of a tall, skinny man with no face into pictures of children's playing. Accompanying the pictures, he added cryptic descriptions such as... We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. There is no folklore basis for the Slenderman at all. He, a modern Photoshop invention, unique to the modern age in that he was formulated for an internet-based audience. The young girls who were drawn to the Slenderman invented a monster backstory for him that doesn't exist outside the computer screen. After the initial post, the users on Something Awful took the Slenderman concept and ran with it. Though no official canon exists, the Slenderman is always almost depicted as faceless. Tall and thin, wearing a dark, somewhat antiquated suit, he has a disproportionately long arms, which are sometimes drawn as tentacles, and may be able to sprout new limbs at will. The Slender Man was closely associated with wooded areas and is often able to change shape or teleport close to make the distance between him and his victims so small. His victims are usually children. He has no official backstory, and the people telling his story are usually careful not to say what he does with the people he carries off, preferring to let readers' imaginations do the work. The Washington Post reported that during the investigation into Peyton's stabbing, one of the girls said, Many people do not believe Slender Man is real. We want to prove the skeptics wrong. There's nothing to prove, though. Unlike most mythical creatures, we can trace the Slender Man's fictional origins all the way back to its source. Now, the infamous case of Morgan and Anissa is not the only time Slender Man has claimed victims. On June 5, 2014, an unidentified woman in Hamilton County, Ohio, called the police after coming home from work and being attacked with a knife. 
the alleged attacker was the woman's 13-year-old daughter, who, according to the mother, greeted her while wearing a hood and a blank white face mask. The daughter is said to have a history of mental illness and an obsession with Slenderman myths that she reads about online. The mother was treated for her wounds to her face, neck, and back. Later that year, on September 4th, 2014, a single mother and her nine-year-old son woke up to a fire in their Point Ritchie, Florida home. The woman's 14-year-old daughter had started the blaze by lighting a bleach and rum-soaked sheet on fire. The girl, who fled immediately after, admitted she had been reading a lot about Slenderman and expressed remorse for the fire, even texting her mother to ask if everyone was okay. The adolescents that are drawn to the Slender Man usually have a pre-existing mental health issue that goes untreated and allows these girls to connect to the internet mythology in dangerous ways. The Slender Man myths consciously draw on, exe- on e- existing mythology and pop culture references. Slender Man's originator admits that he was heavily inspired by the Tall Man from the Phantasm movies, and that parallels exit exist between the Slender Man and the Man in Black, the Boogeyman, and Robert Downey Jr., though the last might be a coincidence. As that list of references suggests, people apparently need a lot of monsters to get by in the world. It would seem that humans have long ago conquered most of our survival challenges. We simply can't do without personified terrors. If this is the case, then the Slender Man is yet another entry into the long line of spooks that some of humanity's more creative members have conjured up to scratch that fear itch. With any luck, the adults who read about the Slender Man-inspired attacks will keep their heads and let the teenagers with mental health issues get help, rather than becoming delusional themselves about the new threatening thing that makes all the news. Also, by reading about this subject... It's possible you've attracted the Slender Man's attention, which is not good. Be safe. I find it such a strange coincidence that when it comes to documented attacks and things that have to do with Slender Man, it's all these preteen aged girls with mental health issues or disturbed home lives. Not too much about boys, and the other interesting thing is we don't know what Slender Man does with his victims. Is Slender Man a metaphor for the demons that live in our head? Is it an easy, faceless creature, a faceless face to put to the dark thoughts that we personally have? When you think about being scared and being alone, you always go to a dark place like the woods. It's no scarier place than that. So is Slenderman real? Or is Slenderman inside us? Is Slenderman inside you? There's one to think about. Next up, we have a story sent in from Cole Ellenwood. Ellenwood? Guys, I brutalize every name, I swear to goodness. Anyways, let's dive deep. This is titled Haunted Dorm. So, my story starts with me saying that before this happened to me, I believed in hauntings and spirits, but that I'd never personally witnessed them. I attended Lewis Clark State College from 2008 to 2013, and during my stay, I spent a year in one of their old dorms, Tacken Hall. 
Talkington? Talkington Hall. <laughs> when I lived in this dorm, it had not been remodeled yet, and students only lived on the top two floors. Now, I've always been interested in horror and hauntings, and it was brought to my attention that some weird things would go down at night in this dorm after a few weeks of living there. I didn't think anything about it. A group of friends and I decided to come up with a horror movie script for a school project. I can't remember anything what we were writing about, but we decided to have meetings and brainstorming sessions in the downstairs open meeting room. Right across the hall from that room was an old-looking utility room, which had an old door handle and a deadbolt. I decided to try and explore a bit to see what was in there. But when I went to the door, it was deadbolted, and the handle turned, but the door didn't budge. After not being able to explore, we went back to the meeting room to work on our script. And while sitting in the room, we could hear the door from across the hall swing open, This instantly shook all of us, because we all witnessed it being locked. We went in the room, probably not a great idea, and looked around. It was full of old, dusty supplies, cleaning stuff, and random school event stuff. But upon upon further inspection, we found the original stone wall of the dorm. There was a large one, and a half to two foot gap, and about six feet deep, If you looked up, you could see all the way up to the top of the dorm. There was old wires and junk all throughout the gap. Having seen enough, we left and decided to wander the rest of the bottom floor. On the bottom floor, there were two large bathrooms, ones for guys and ones for girls. These were old, musty, and unused for years. When my friends and I left the girls' bathroom will come into play later all of the sinks in the room blasted on now this scared us all pretty badly and we just went on our way and stopped going downstairs for a while we continued to work on our movie script for a few weeks without much happening for a while at this time my roommate roommates in this door stay and share the same room as you in the storm didn't believe anything was actually happening, and he was not a part of our movie script group. But we were hanging out one night, watching some TV, and eating some late-night pizza, when we both heard someone running up and down the halls. It was about 3 a.m. in the morning. We were both concerned because the dorms had been quiet for hours, and our door was open because the rooms were always so hot. We didn't see anyone running around, but could hear them. Then, we both could hear little girls laughing and giggling. At this point, we ran out into the halls to try and find who was doing this, but we could see nothing. While living in this dorm for a year, many things happened. Doors locking, unlocking, more faucets turning on, more giggling. Someone in the middle of the floor reported hearing scratching and screaming from the room next to them, which no one was allowed to live in. There was a rumor that a girl from a long time ago hung herself in the room, and another person who lived there jumped out of the window. Now, there are many places around Lewiston that are reported to be haunted, but many live in Talking Hall. I'm sorry, I'm destroying that. Talking Hall. Talkington. Talkington Hall. Sweet baby Jesus. (laughs) Let's try that again. 
Now I know there are many places around Lewiston that are reported to be haunted, but that many living in Talkington Hall keep it to themselves. I know this because for a few years I lived in a different dorm, and I had made a friend that lived there. We randomly started to make conversation about spooky stuff, me never mentioning Talkington Hall. He started to tell me his haunting stories that happened to him. Since then, I've had a few spiritual and haunted experiences, but nothing like this one. Thank you so much, Cole, for writing in your story. I'm sorry for brutalizing names of things. I always get so many messages of people just scolding me for how I just cringily destroyed things. Please don't keep that from writing in. I really enjoyed your well-written message there. I love hearing about haunted schools. It is always so incredible. I just love the imagery that you put into that one. That was amazing. I remember being in college too and being in res. We call it res here, residence, dorm, same thing. Um, And I remember my first day putting all my blankets on the bed. And then when I came out, they were just, you know, off the bed. And then seeing a boy in the hallway and doing research and finding out a kid went into a diabetic coma there and died. It was super interesting. So (laughs) I want to tell you that I really appreciate your story. And you said that you had more experiences. I would totally love to hear them if you wouldn't mind calling them in. Anyways, guys, that's all that we have for tonight. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to add me on Snapchat, which is Selena's Life, C-E-L-I-N-A-S-L-I-F-E. Keep your eye out for a Patreon. I will be having a special Snapchat for the $5 tier members, which will deal with some little spooky antidotes every single day, along with conversations with me. If you're on the current Snapchat, um... I have about 16,000 of you. I'm not going to delete you, but the good haunted stuff uh, targeted to my audience will be on that one. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for stopping in and have a uh, spooky night. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.